Welcome to Every Album Ever with Mike and Alex. My name is Michael Mansour. I'm joined, as always, remotely, once again, by my lovely, wonderful co-host, Alexander Voltz. Say hello. On lockdown like a penitentiary. <laughs> this is Every Album Ever, the podcast <laughs> we listen to every single album in the world, one artist at a time, and today we are talking about... Sublime, unfortunately. Shut up. Don't, don't shut up. Uh, this one comes to us from uh, Daniel, you fucking asshole. My, our good friend Daniel decided to suggest an artist that he knew we both already didn't like. Today Officially we're talking- an, an enemy now. No longer a friend, an enemy. See, we, we fulfilled... No, we're, our hands are clean. We are, we're the best friends because we fulfilled his fucking request. And now we can end our friendship. Yes. Uh, as, as bigger men. Uh, okay, so before we get into anything, Jesus Christ, if you like us, you want to support us, you want to help us out, I hope you don't like Sublime because you're probably not going to like this episode. But if you would like to help us and you do like us, Please subscribe on YouTube and iTunes, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, fucking Spotify, all the places. Tell a friend if you enjoy that. Um, actually, YouTube is a is fucking annoying. Like, uh, I briefly mentioned to Alex today, uh, our episode on Cocteau Twins, episode twenty five, was blocked on YouTube because of a copyright claim. Even though <sighs> clearly. We're not benefiting from putting this music up there. We're talking shit about no one, it for the most. No part. one's paying us yet. Not a goddamn dime. So the video is black. So I had to trim out the clip just to have the fucking video there. Uh, if, yeah, anybody who who makes YouTube stuff should know uh, how awful it is and how unfair it is and how well companies just do what they want. And uh, you know, life sucks, and we're all gonna die anyway. So it's okay. But. Either way, still subscribe and listen. It, it helps a lot. And uh, it's nice mm-hmm. to know people are listening. We, we're getting like, you know, requests and stuff. I mean, requests that aren't from our asshole friends making us listen to music we already don't like. <laughs> so, okay. We're going to jump into it. Who knows how fucking long this is going to be? Because usually we, we can we can talk at length about a discography that's like two albums long. But this one. Okay. 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 Both Alex and I did not like sublime going in i can i mean see, huh? to be honest uh-huh. i did dabble growing up everyone growing did, up, I did everyone dabble. did i did as well. <laughs> everyone did you, you're not a teenager unless you listen to, to santeria when a girl breaks her heart this, that's the only life there is in america you there's no other life <laughs> especially especially being in in Southern California, it is impossible. It is prevalent as a motherfucker. Uh, it's it's completely un- unavoidable, um, especially in Los Angeles. Ooh, my goodness. Uh, so, yeah, go- I went in uh, pissed off and, and not looking forward to this. And <laughs> I I decided it was I me. Mean, I, I say this with every every artist. Like, it's our job, quote unquote, because we just said we weren't getting paid. It's our unpaid hobby to make sure we are as fucking fair as possible. I I went in and I came out no goddamn biases. I'm talking about this band just like any other fucking band. Uh, I'm not going to let my hatred, my initial hatred, <laughs> cloud what I think is objectively uh, Im- important, I guess, about this band or why people fucking love them so much. They love them. They love this band. People love well, this band. You're a bigger man than I am. See, God, uh, 
That's exactly what I was hoping you wouldn't say, you fucking petty bitch. Dude, <laughs> it is our job to be as objective as possible, you son of a bitch. But my reasons, I feel like I have like legit reasons not to like them. And if anything, it, it was worse coming out of it. You you like them less now. Yes. I like them more. I like them more now. Oh shit. And hear hear me out. I don't like them. <laughs> it's like the more. All right. It's not it's not okay. Yeah. It's, okay. A, it's a very different feeling. Interesting. So, you know, we're we're teenage we're not teenage now, but we were teenage boys in Los Angeles, uh, which means we all listened to Sublime. Uh, it was all fucking over the place. Um, they're one of those bands that you just, it's everyone's youth. You smoke cigarettes and you listen to Sublime. That's what you do, I guess. I, I have never, ever smoked one cigarette really? in my existence. Oh, you're fucking lame, dude. Ever. What's wrong with you? Oh, this, <laughs> hey, check it out, guys. This fucking nerd over here. Check it out, guys. Um, Sorry. I think the reason for that is because our local rock station, K rock, this is like the biggest band they've ever like made yeah. arguably. Oh, it's one of the uh, bigger ones. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I think K rock being on their high horse that, you know, they, they made that band as well as being in, uh, I guess, this all of California really it's just it's so unavoidable it's yeah and and i I really did like okay, so it's a thing with with ska and reggae but more 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 ska than reggae it seems it seems to me in my very uh well, this is gonna piss some people off it seems like just a fucking kid thing like ska does not is not does not hold up into adulthood in my experience like i like ska as a teenager everyone around me likes ska as a teenager fucking no one does still as an adult that i still know <laughs> like everyone like with, with with punk it's it's another genre that's it's kind of tied in with with uh you know youth, youth. And, yeah and it just looked at as sort of juvenile but punk holds up a lot of it does anyway like the really good stuff holds up ska fucking all sounds the same and it was it was never genre I got into. Oh, so you're better than me now? You're so Alex is better than me. Yep. Okay. Yeah, because uh, you got the uh, no. I listened to like new metal and awful shit. I listened to new metal I was when, I was younger, like, so. when I was single digits. That was my new metal favorite. I'm not even <laughs> kidding. But uh, yeah, so so it's got it's like high energy. It's really catchy. It sticks in your head even if it's not good. Uh, it has a thing. It's it's like it's fucking i would say it's danceable if their dance wasn't so fucking stupid skanking uh, you don't want to skank who okay whoever is listening or watching this and doesn't know what skanking is please google it and then prepare to laugh because it's the dumbest form of dancing uh in all of movement probably The, the only the only person who i can think of that makes like ska and skanking cool is professional wrestler sammy zane no one knows like what you're theme- talking about alex <laughs> that's why i preface it professional wrestler sammy zane his theme music is ska music so this works for him he skanks he skanks oh i hate him <laughs> <laughs> you know, also, you fair enough. I did skank in my youth at the at the old ska shows when I was a teenager. I was one of those fucking schmucks. Hey man, you fucking follow. That's what you do. <laughs> uh, yeah, 
Yeah. And I would do it again if I was that age, probably, I guess. Uh, but yeah, it's not the most diverse genre. Not that every genre needs to have a bunch of fucking layers, but I mentioned in the past how much I, I, I hate reggae is because every fucking song sounds the same. And it's the same with Scott. It's just, and it's not even that every, like, like it's not look punk. I, I love punk. I love hardcore punk. Arguably all those songs sound the same, but there is variance in writing. Like you listen to the, the good, the really good hardcore punk bands, like they're good writers. I've not come across mm-hmm. that with Scott band yet. And sublime is no different. Unfortunately, for people who like them, <laughs> I guess. I don't even know if I really like consider them ska. I think of like horns when they I think horns. of ska music. There's a lot of horns. I don't know if you, uh, you heard. <laughs> a lot of horns. But yeah, my issue with them, and I talked about this on the police episode, is there's just something about white people doing reggae music that is very cringeworthy. It's pretty crazy. And yeah. Episode five, you, by the you, way, the police. You could say it rubs me the wrong way. <laughs> I wish I had an axe to chop your head off. Uh, also, we're not even in the same location, so that would be impossible. But yes. uh, I forgot what I was going to say. I'm just so just, filled with rage <laughs> over that joke. But go on. Like sublime is this like all the the worst stereotypes about Southern California rolled into one. Don't say a joint. Don't say a joint. Okay, you okay, you said ball. Good. No, no, that's what I was gonna say. Um one of the reasons why I I I respect them less as people after this is because <laughs> uh especially the early stuff, it glorified a lifestyle and culture that I was raised around which is East LA, 40 ounces, weed, call, calling women, uh, rukas and hyenas, um, trashy. <laughs> and that's probably like, it's, it's insulting, I guess, but like I was a part of it and I, uh, it was gross. <laughs> like, I, I mean, it was, you're drinking a 40 ounce of anything. You're going to have some problems probably. Yeah. Good old Bradley Noel growing up at Santa Cruz university knows all about all about that stuff, right? Uh, On the mean streets of Santa Cruz, Santa Cruz University. It's very chill, very chill. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's like, it's just glorifying all the drug use and the weed. And that's like, I don't even fuck if it's your thing, but it's really annoying to bl- to hear every song about weed. Like, I get it. You like weed. Can you fucking be at least a little bit more vague with your lyricism? Bad writer. Um, I'm, I'm assuming he's I, writing all I, everything. I, I, I agree. Um, awful writer. And for me, it's more not that they're glorifying it because I love like rap music. So I'm going to look also warning, warning. I'm going to look like a hypocrite a lot of times in this. You already do, dude. You, you, you went in with do. biases. You went in with biases. Yeah. Whatever. Go on, go on. So um, my issue is not that it's glorifying it. It's that it's this. Uh, gritty, this gritty stuff slathered in sugar. So Ex- it goes down mean? easy. What do you mean sugar? So upbeat, oh. so upbeat, so happy, so mm. goes down good. Yeah. And I, I, I don't know. It's, I don't like that. You don't like that? In, uh, like in, but, in pop music. Okay. I don't like that. So, 
I mean, I'm sure there's artists who can pull it off, but for the most part, it it's, I don't know. It's always gross to me. I don't give two shits about that. Like, and usually about lyrics in general, I don't give two shits about, uh, the reason why it bothered me here is because I could hear it so clearly. Like if I can't understand mm-hmm. it, I don't give two shits. But like if I, if I hear it and then I have to, like, they're so catchy that they don't leave your head and his voice is so clear and he's got a good fucking voice, but like, uh, we're, another, uh, in the, no. we're actually jumping ahead, like into specific stuff. So let's talk about the band and the guys and then we'll start. So what do you know? Okay. So they started in 1988 and, uh, yeah, they, this fucking like milk. Oh my God. That's... I just realized I wasn't, huh? re- <laughs> I wasn't recording the video. Were you not recording? I'm recording the audio, but not the video. So the video is going to be a little late because I'm an idiot. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, go on, go on. Melt that skateboarding, uh, surfing culture in California up and down the coast. So, and uh, yeah, not like anything like too juicy or like struggles. They just... I mean, I'm sure they worked hard, but, uh, yeah, it's, I don't know. It's not really like interesting. This, this, oh, dude, your so. bias is all over this. Cause there's been plenty of uninteresting no, 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 no. bios that you, you did not mention you were uninteresting. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't let me finish. Sorry, sorry, go on. Cause I was going to say we've covered other bands that are also fuck ups. So that's not really something I'm like holding against them. Mm. Like the replacements we talked about how they were notorious drunks. So horrible people. No, they're not horrible people, but real bad episode 27. That's that was a good one. Yeah. So sublime is, uh, this, a cliche, uh, rock, you know, band that parties hard. It like sounds, so many others. It have. sounds like, no, it's, it's very much in that they're just, uh, yeah. It, it kind of reminds me of like a, like a Motley Crue type thing where they sing about all the lifestyle they're living and they're just really proud of, all that actually i actually thought of that too like i don't know how this didn't become like glam metal almost in like like, thematically it's it feels like it a little bit yeah i mean bands followed in their footsteps like no doubt and 311 or even incubus but um yeah, it didn't like get to the point that glam metal did, and it kind of seems like it should have. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, let's start with the actual albums now. So <clears throat> they had three albums in there. Surprisingly, like they they seem like a band that had like a million things. Only three albums. However, three fucking hefty, fucking long. hefty albums. Three. They have a, so many songs. There's so many songs. So it's three albums. Uh, first one was released in 1982. The last one was released in 1986. Uh, and we are going to start. So first album, 1982, 40 Ounce to Freedom. Punk rock changed our lives. That's the Minutemen. Yeah, that sound from the Minutemen is the best thing on the cell. Good boy. I, I hate this fucking song. This song is really bad. On it's also... Oh God. Okay, let's let it play. That's where I met my remote. 
feel like I'm in a backyard in East LA again. I don't know. There's something endearing about a backyard in East LA, though. I disagree. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, this is completely not an example of what the album sounds like. And it's the opening song, and it's com- it's nonsensical. And huh? I wouldn't say it's nonsensical. If this okay, I'm putting on the, the next song because it's it's far more of an example. And now we're at Sublime. Is this the title track? Yeah. Got your hair permed. You got your red dress on. So this is exactly what you're expecting when you think of Sublime. Yes. Uh, and also, that production is real clear, real flattering to every, every musician. I know, for being uh, First album? a smaller band at the time, it's, it's good production. And his voice is real clear. Okay, let's talk. Let us talk. That title track is probably as good as you're going to get for Sublime Song. I can give that title track credit. I'll tell you what I'm going to get. But yeah. Worst album. Worst album. Wow. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, they're all the worst. But okay, no, yeah. I just, no, I disagree with that. And this one, I say it's worse because there's a, there's a lot of things that I had to take into account. And for a while, I was almost doubting my... I was like being too objective. I was being like nice objective so i always started thinking about it in, in terms of well what would a sublime fan consider like the best or worst and then i thought i was like no it doesn't matter because this is a poorly poorly put together album it's objectively like yeah it sounds like sublime and if you like sublime you'll like a lot of this but as a fucking album it's it's complete trash and i okay it's 70 fucking minutes okay it's 70 minutes it's already super 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 long it has uh i think i'm gonna say four of like their big hits big hits which is like uh uh smoke two joints bad fish uh djs and date rape like four big sublime hits that everyone really likes but there's 22 songs on here and the rest not only do they sound exactly the same as each other, they're all the same fucking tempo. So when one ends, it goes right into another one that sounds exactly the same, the same speed. There is almost zero variance and it goes on for 70 minutes. And by the end of it, it's like, I, I, it's, a, it's a gauntlet. So my main issue with Sublime, why I hated them going in and why I hate them more coming out is because almost every song is a cover song or it's heavily sampled a lot of samples and or, or they take little, little leads or melodies from another pre-existing song and you know implement it somehow yeah and obviously i don't have like an issue with samples but and they weren't like shy about it but i know a lot of people who will listen to these songs and think they're sublime songs like they're not even like a good gateway drug to get into like reggae music because their fans just stop at Sublime. Not all their fans, but casual. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, yeah. If you if you learned about them from K Rock, yeah. 
yeah, a lot of people think these are like sublime songs and like eight times out of 10, they aren't. So, so give me some examples. I, I, the only one I know blatantly is Hope because I was I'm a huge Descendants fan and I I'm very heartbroken that they ruined that song <laughs> on here. Um uh five four four six balling shane mm-hmm. that's a toots and maytails cover um let's go get stoned has elements for minutemen's one hit song oh, does it does that um, song sample no. just don't bite it from nwa yeah, dude, the worst NWA too. song, the worst one that we talked about at length. What episode a, thirteen. One of my my favorite because you're post out of your fucking Ice mind. Cube NWA songs. They sample that. Oh, post uh, Ice Cube NWA. Goddamn. S- Scarlet Begonias. Is this a fucking Grateful Dead song? It's funny because like, you're naming all the songs that I legitimately hated on here. Like hated all these songs. Um, and then Rivers of Battle. Babylon mm-hmm. is a Melodins. I've never heard of that. They're, I mean, they they arguably did what every great white rock and roll band does, and this heavily borrowed from obscure black bands. And then again, mm-hmm. I'm a hypocrite because I said I like Led Zeppelin. Yeah, so, they're the uh, worst. <laughs> they're the fucking worst at episode twenty, dude. We talk about it. We, See, I'm no hold yeah. on. Quick, quick side note. I'm proud because everything we're referencing, we've already done like a full episode we're on. Covered. We're, yeah, we're getting there. We're getting we're, there. But go on. So yeah, uh, a bit hypocritical, but at this, I don't know for whatever reason, Sublime doing it. Just I think it's the reggae thing. Like even uh, another band we covered, the Police. Like at least the police are musically talented. These guys are talented as fuck. I'm not going to let you, you bash them. These guys are real talented. For I, sh- like I objectively, disagree. dude, I'm a fucking huh? musician, dude. I've been playing guitar since I was four. These guys are talented for sure. Like just because it's, you don't like their music doesn't mean you can't deny how talented they are. It's so like sample heavy. Though. I fucking dare it's you to play I, what they're playing. That's right. That's why I'm saying the bassist and drummer real fucking good. Uh, all right. Bradley, He's like he's a fine guitar player. He's not like a, he's not anything remarkable. Great singer, great voice, solid voice. And those basses and dr- that baser baser bassist and drummer, uh, so snappy. They're doing way more things on this album specifically. Like the next two, okay. Uh, they backseat backseat like crazy. But here they're real good, real fucking good. Anyway, no whatever. <laughs> not uh, as good as the not if I'm gonna listen to white people play reggae music or you could just not i'm gonna go pull, <laughs> or just not yeah well, well gun, gun gun to my head though police over. well also police weren't they had more reggae elements than they were a reggae band this this is a reggae band pretty much reggae ska uh police you know you listen to roxanne like oh i guess that guitar is reggae-esque uh yeah it's not yeah they're they're more like a hybrid type thing anyway we talk about them at a full length episode but uh yeah I, I like them as musicians i guess but they're not i mean the songs are just they're all interchangeable all interchangeable i do actually like bad fish and fucking what the hell smoke two joints i mean the lyrics to smoke two joints are annoying and annoying and really really so obvious many lines. annoying lyrics throughout fucking lyrics uh i do like bad fish though like it's it's overplayed and it's 90s and we've all heard it a million times but solid baseline solid baseline 
You know what I like hmm. about uh, Bad Fish is uh, it starts off the same way as Four Non Blondes, What's Going On. And it came out like the same year. Mm, interesting. Interesting. So it's like you have these two huge songs mm-hmm. where it starts off like in a crowded room. Yeah. Which one are we getting? Which one are we getting? Yeah, you don't know. You don't know. You don't know. Uh, since we're since you briefly mentioned um, lyrics, uh, they're real bad. Uh, I'm assuming Bradley. Wait, who are the members? Bradley fucking something. Bradley. Eric. Eric and Bud. Okay, brother. I didn't write down their last names because they don't seem like bros who have last names. Either this. That's it's the worst example, the worst reason I've ever heard. I think it's Bradley Noel. They're this Bradley Noel. Um, and uh, and the other fella, yeah. the other fellas. Uh, we're doing them a huge disservice. Uh, what you call it? Yeah, so I'm assuming Bradley's doing all the the lyrics, and or how is it working? Yeah. I think Eric Wilson's the bass player and then Bud whatever is the drummer. Bud Dwyer, yep, of course. Uh, Bud Dwyer. <laughs> I, don't Google Bud Dwyer. Please don't. Um, so It's, it's okay. <laughs> uh, it's it, He's a politician who shot himself on TV, by the way. That uh, was a very dark joke on my part. Um, I'm not going to hurt anyone. I'm not going to hurt anyone. <laughs> he was right. Dude, I watched that video so many times as a teenager. I was fucked in the head, dude. You're I'm a fucking psycho. Fuck, man. <laughs> You're fucking sick. Fuck, man. Even though I only watched it the once and remembered everything he fucking said. <laughs> For me, because it traumatized you. I was unfazed. Oh, fuck. Uh, so... These lyrics, uh, really bad. And I only care, like I said before, I only care about them on here because they're so easy to hear. Um, and man, I, I am okay with the song date rape, but the lyrics are so hilariously juvenile. Like you can tell a teenager fucking wrote those lyrics. I will say with date rape, they were like ahead of the curve having a conversation about consensus and all that. But yeah, it's Any only consent? popular because it's real juvenile and the rapist ends up getting raped. It's so badly written. And so like what fantasy line is this where judges uh, don't like a guy and then immediately send him believing a woman who who somehow found the guy who date raped her and took him to like, this is like, this is all in fantasy land. Like that, that doesn't happen. If things would be a lot more fair. If they I, did happen. <laughs> I remember as a kid, the appeal of sublime was that they said bad words they and did. talked about people getting fucked in the butt. So it was like, it was edgy. And it, well, edgy, if you're, I guess, if, if you're a kid, if yeah. you're a preteen and yeah. a teenager, this is like, ooh, this it, is. Here's the thing, like it, it's even like uh, I guess um from a, I don't want to say story, but like, like I'm saying it's it's unrealistic and stupid the story that they're telling in the song. My actual problem with it is how it is written, the words that are used. It's someone who's a bad writer, like it's it's poorly told. It's a it's a regular ass story that's just told like shit with annoying rhymes like annoying stupid rhymes like he said no way like how often does that happen no like it is it conveys nothing other than the guy can't write song i do like the outro a lot <laughs> i think it's a fine song 
Um, but what? Hmm? What song? No, it's the date rape. Like musically, it's fine. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't mind. I don't mind it at all. It's and like a thing with with all the hits on here. Like I said, there's like four. They are catchy as shit, dude. Like they've been in my head all like the past two days and I can't, it doesn't matter if I like it or not. Let's just won't leave my head. And that's, I think a huge reason why they blew up. Like these songs are hard to get out of your head. I will, uh, for whatever reason, thank God I'm immune to that and nothing got stuck in my head. God damn you lucky son of a bitch. Uh, did, uh, did you hear on Eben? They, uh, name check JFA. I didn't know. Wait. Yeah. I'm going to, no, I remember the Eben's song. The song about the skinhead guy. Yeah, yeah, that's right. The the racist friend or something. Like um well also speaking of that, the closing track, thanks, uh, is just naming a bunch of other better musicians. <laughs> you know <laughs> what? Other, yeah, the, what? I, I do like the music on Thanks. It's interesting. But it's so it's so annoying after like a minute of just It's long, yeah. It's a, so it's just a, I, hmm? I mean, he's name checking like cool people, but it's just like, I don't, I don't give a shit. Yeah. Like, and there's nothing done in it to like spice it up or like make it fun. It's just a list. Of it's a names. list. Yeah. It's just a list. And the music, uh, it actually sounds like they're mishmashing a bunch of other songs that were already on the album into like one jam kind of thing. Uh, which is fine, I guess. But the thing here, oh, which song is it? Uh, it's going to bother me if I can't figure it out. I want to p- find it and then put it on because this one really, oh, it might've been this one. Rivers of Babylon. Is it that one? Is it the one that's live? Uh, I don't gonna, even remember listen. a live song being on there. Yeah, it is this one. <laughs> Okay, so you you said that this was a cover, right? Yes. And yeah, clearly a live situation. It sounds like in the setting of an open mic, which I have a lot of experiences at. (laughs) Oh god, I hate this so much. So it's just them harmonizing and singing over acoustic guitar. Um, And. really pissed me off is at the end of it um like you hear the crowd like doing the wooing and screaming like yeah fucking play another one and it's it's the most obnoxious thing because it sucks it's badly written but it's performed fucking flawlessly and that's it just reminds me like yeah people don't give a shit about writing a lot of the time, if it's, yeah. if they have a nice voice, if they're playing it perfectly, if it's really pretty and easy on the ears, people are going to lose their fucking minds. And that's sublime to a T. Everything they do, the way it's performed is like, it's, it's impeccable. They, they're really good at this sound. Uh, but the, the songwriting is fucking awful. <laughs> and uh, mostly not them. So <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. A lot of borrowing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that song is a perfect example. It's not even their song. (laughs) Yeah, like I like I said before, they're like so perfect. If you're like, I don't know about teenage boys these days, but Mm -hmm. yeah, if you're a teenager in Southern California, I mean, it's a given you're gonna go through a sublime phase. Uh, Before we move on, uh, one of their other 
I don't want to say modes because it's too minimal for that is they dabble in punk. And I do mean dabble like every once in a while, they'll do a punk section. And on here, uh, it's funny because of how, you know, how strong the production is. And then as soon as they hit the distortion pedal, it sounds like ass. And this is the thing that I've noticed with a lot of ska growing up is that they do not know how distortion works. And it's not like a, I'm not trying to like a, take a jab. It's a, huh? That kind of makes sense when your sound is like clean. It's so bright. It's so primarily clean. And as soon as distortion comes in, everything gets real muddy um, and really almost muffled sounding like new thrash is like one of their more punk songs. It's like, muffled dog shit like the whole thing sounds really <laughs> really bad and it's so weird because of how how amazing everything else sounds uh it's just odd and it's like <clears throat> punk and ska or like they they they're just all they've been they've been trying to blend these two genres for decades i don't think they're supposed to go together honestly like i've never heard it yeah. where it felt right ever I think because you have things like the Clash and Brat Bad Brains, but thing is, those to are, me, yeah. they kept they kept them pretty separate. So, like, yeah, not only did they keep them separate, but that was reggae and not ska. And also, mm-hmm. I hated every Bad Brains reggae song except for uh, I and I Survive. And I love the Bad Brains; they're one of the greatest hardcore, hardcore bands of all time. Uh, I still hated them, like. <clears throat> It's just a weird. Well, you don't want to give, you don't want to give too much away because we gotta do uh, bad brains at some point. Yeah, yeah. But also, uh, the British Subhumans uh, were also another early band to start doing I, reggae stuff. I have never ever listened to the Subhumans. Subhumans, they're one of the bands that if you see a person in high school who likes punk, they have plenty of Subhumans mm-hmm. patches. Uh, oh, I was I was gonna say I know them from their their patches. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not um, anything else. I've only heard a little bit of the early stuff, which is the stuff that everyone talks about. They don't talk about a little bit of the later stuff, which is real good. Like uh, the one album that I listened to a lot. I think it's called Worlds Apart. Probably came out in like '85 or something, and it's like it is well produced. It is solid. It is not really punk. It's kind of like it reminds me of. You know how Hey Zeus for X was like this weird branch off that was completely different genre that sounded that still worked. Um, mm-hmm. it, that's what that album was for Subhumans, in my opinion. But <clears throat> uh, anyway, yeah. So they they dabble with some some punk stuff on this album. I think it all falls flat for the most part. But yeah, this is this is worse. I can't. It's just so long. Every song is exactly the same, man. It's like if they would have just changed at least the tempo. <laughs> at least make it feel like a different song is playing, but sure, man, it's, it was, it was, it was rough. <laughs> like, yeah. So, I mean, the whole thing was rough, but, uh, I guess the reason I would listen to this over something else is just due to the quality of the production on, on, I'll use decent songs. Uh, yeah. Like, d- like DJs, I don't, again, I don't mind the music. It's just the lyrics are so stupid that it's funny. Cause I felt the opposite. I don't even pay attention to the lyrics. I hate the music so much. I hate the music. That song. <laughs> oh God, man, that, that harmony, that main harmony, just to remind people what it is. It's, 
It is. There's so many fucking songs in here. I can't even find it. You guys it is, that is the wrong album. Uh, I will say while you're queuing it up yeah. that I don't know if I said it that Brad uh, viewed himself more as a DJ than like a band, which I just find as a bullshit excuse I, to. Yeah, I think he's just as unqualified as a DJ as he is a guitarist. But here's this is the one we're talking about. All of the DJs truly have taken a lesson. I hate it. I fucking hate this. Yeah, this is uh everyone should know this song. And I hope to never ever hear it ever again. Okay. So uh, let's let's fucking not with that one. I I am never gonna listen to this album ever again. Um I do still like Badfish though. I still like Badfish and Smoke Two Joints. I think they're solid. But here we are. We are at the second of the three. This is 1994. Robin the Hood. So there's literally like three bullshit tracks before the first actual song. So I'm going to skip ahead mm-hmm. to Pool Shark. I don't hate this song. I don't hate it either. You know what, oddly enough, especially as vocals, reminds me of the Meat Puppets. Like early Meat Puppets. I think they, they shouted out Meat Puppets, too. Unsurprising. They like a lot of good music. They okay, enjoy really good. good music. Okay, so that was one of the more punk songs, uh, as you can hear. Uh, so, I gave this worse album. You want to hear something funny? Personal favorite. What? Oh, personal favorite. But you want to know something funny? What is I debated for a long time mm-hmm. if this was enjoyable or not before some- I landed on, on giving worst? it worse album. You want to hear something double funny? <laughs> I'm sorry, you, triple, triple funny. You went the opposite. You went opposite direction. I almost gave this worst as well. There you go. But it's still my there favorite. It's still my favorite. <laughs> I know. I know. It makes no fucking sense. None of this makes any sense. This is the only Sublime album that is interesting beginning to end. It is the only interesting one. It is real weird. I, I think that has to do with the low the low quality of, That's this one of the being reasons. recorded at home on Ford track. Um I don't know. I kind of like got the vibe from it going back to how he views himself as a DJ. Um, mm-hmm. It is sacrilegious to compare them to MF Doom or Mad Lib because those two guys are just geniuses. Um, but I kind of got that vibe from this album. Like when you listen to like a Mad Lib or MF Doom album, there's all these like weird samples and like random quotes from tv shows mm-hmm. or or real life that you don't know about but like the quotes are funny or endearing mm-hmm. or interesting and and to me nothing on here is like fu- it's just a schizophrenic dude in like random conversations so, there's nothing yeah, the thing endearing talking, about them the thing the thing is much he's referencing are the three they're called the uh, uh, Raleigh soliloquy 
tracks. Well, they're called Raleigh Soliloquy Part 1, 2, and 3. Um, and I found them to be both funny and disturbing because that's real as fuck. Like I live, I had a a, a schizophrenic uncle and my, my brother, the schizo effective. So I am very familiar with how those conversations go. It's fucking real. And like, that's one of the Mm -hmm. reasons why I ended up enjoying this. I was like, this is real shit. Like it's, I'm not bored. I am fucking not bored. And coming from the last one, which I was only bored. Oh, I fucking enjoyed the hell out of this. You'll take it. You'll take it. Not musically, I don't yeah. think this is good music, but it's I enjoyed it like a lot. <laughs> also, like I I kind of landed on the side that really like this only appeals to like hardcore sublime fans. Mm-hmm. Like there's no there's no reason for like uh me or you to check it out or like people who just listen to like the the hits like there's no reason for them to check it out i found i found Uh, that's actually one reason why i was jumping around because i wanted to give this worst because people who who've listened who who hear you know wrong way on the radio and they want more sublime and they would hate this they would hate this yeah so i was going to say like that's clearly the worst then i started reminding myself like just because a sublime fan wouldn't like this doesn't mean this is the worst as an album, mm-hmm. as a start to finish album, the first one is way, way harder to sit through. This one is not good, and it's more of like a experimental kind of thing, but is does way more things. Like I not one second on this album felt like I was listening to the same song two times in a row, whereas that was the majority of the case in the last one. Fair enough. Uh, um, still, I still won't say it's good. Like <laughs> it's my favorite, but it's not like good. It's more some- interesting. Some positive things. Waiting for Bud, you can really hear like the Minutemen influence on that song. Uh, let me. Hold uh, on. I don't remember it. Yeah, throw, look it up. That's and the, that's not the only track. in the way it sounds, but the fact that it's only fifty seconds too. So that's the opening track that I skipped. So here we go. This is Waiting for Bud. So it's a lot of a lot of that. It goes on for like a, a few more seconds, pretty much, and then it goes yeah. into another weird, you know, sound piece type thing, and then it goes into an, a third sound piece kind of thing, and then the first song comes up. It's, it's it's poorly put together. It's just a bunch of shit. Um, it's clearly you know, it's it says it on the cover. It's like a bunch of fourth track recordings, and a lot of drum machine. So, uh, I really like the drummer or the drumming on the first album. It is fucking not here anymore, or for the most part, it's not here. Um, and it's, it's like half, half written songs or like half songs for the most part. Um, it still has some of the standard scum punk fare. It has that weird dialogue. It's just, it has a lot of things happening and that kept me from, cause it's still long as shit, it's still an hour long. Mm-hmm. Um, but all that stuff together kept me engaged enough for me to not hate it by the end of it. There were times where it like verged on being weird enough mm-hmm. for me or doing something cool like um step and razor would have been 
I like the music on that, mm-hmm. but again, there's stupid lyrics, so whatever. Yeah, that's uh, free yeah. loop. Free loop not doesn't sound like Sublime, but no, it's it just an instrumental. So, so it gets a pass for me. So that's another thing um, that you, you mentioned. Free loop. It's like <clears throat> it's them clearly experimenting, or Bradley experiment. I don't know who does most of the writing. It seems like he does most of the writing. Um, clearly experimenting. They're just not that creative. So this is the, if this is them going crazy, yeah. this is pretty tame mm-hmm. and boring. Uh, I still enjoy it more than the fucking regular ass ska, but it's not like <laughs> great. Um, it's not catchy. And then, There's only like two kind of hits um, or maybe one because Saw Red is like a kind of has Gwen Stefani. That's another. Yeah, that's another cover song. But uh, yeah, that has Gwen Stefani on it. So yeah. uh, shut yeah. up. Shut up. Shout out to my boy Barrington Levy, who they covered. Uh, he's just he's just a reggae singer. Oh, okay. So, uh, confession: I legitimately love Gwen Stefani's voice. I think she has a fucking awesome voice. Great singer, and I just like the tone. I like the sound of it. Just love the sound of her voice. Hate no so, we're, <laughs> so, so we're doing no doubt the next episode. Dude, right? I want to kill myself. We'll do them. We'll do them at some point, but we need a, a fucking break, man. Give us a break, please. Uh, I do love her voice. I don't care for the song so much, but um, you know, it's just, it's more of like, you know, we're going to throw some punk sections in this ska song. That's what that song is. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, the other, the other thing this is probably most famous for is a uh, Lincoln highway dub, which they reworked for Santeria. Yeah. It's, it's just Santeria without vocals. And it's also worse because it sounds like ass. Cause it was, you know, four track recordings. <laughs> um, yeah. Cisco kid is another one of those you could tell that he's really trying to like sample stuff and be experimental. I fucking hate it. Really hate it. Um, I don't like it, most of this stuff, but it's still just interesting. Um, I it's actually still the best for you. No, not the best. It's my favorite. Oh, so favorite falling idols. I actually like that one. It's a punk song, but it has really cool, weird changes. That's, oddly guitar the whole way through instrumental. That's another decent, decent one that, uh, it was really hard making the playlist for this, but yeah, Falling Idols made it on the the playlist. So mm-hmm. very nice. Oh yeah, I didn't plug the playlist, but yeah, well, there's a playlist. If you if you don't know this by now, <laughs> but man, that's welcome gonna, to the party. Yeah. Um, what else? I don't know, man. It's just more interesting. It doesn't sound like Sublime, so of course I like it. Like, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. That's a weird criteria, I guess, but yeah. Uh, the weirdness kept me engaged. Every song is different enough. Not catchy. No hits. If you want the hits, there's plenty of places that aren't here. Did this do well? Do people even like this? I'm confused. I, I don't think so. I think this just like went under the radar for whatever reason, whatever uh, momentum they had going off date rape was just flushed down the toilet. <laughs> it's odd, too, because with this album like the, why did they just decide to record it in living rooms on a four track when they came from, I, I'm just, I don't think I don't get it. It's weird. I don't know. They're this, uh, fuck, they're weird people that I can't relate to. So uh, I'm not going to try. That's the thing. Like I, when I was listening to this first time, I thought that I was just like a, like one of those comps with just early demos that they just threw on, but no, they recorded these after the last album released. Yeah. This, yeah, this is a legitimate like album. It's so confusing. 
And the the, the album cover? Like, did they just, just low budget as fuck? Fucking Google that in the days of AOL to find that. It's just a weird. <laughs> it's just everything about it seems maybe really this bootlegged. Maybe this spent all their money on someone designing that fucking logo for them. You see someone with that sublime logo oh, the tattooed sun? on them. Run, run. You mean the Get sun? The fuck out of there. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty. It's become pretty iconic, man. That's a fucking prevalent ass it's up logo. There. It's up there. It's yeah. up there. It's, up th- it's yeah, not not misfits level, but it's pretty. It's pretty close. I um, mean, few are, and even that's stolen. Everything's stolen. Everything's stolen. Yeah, yeah. The Crimson Skull's completely stolen. Uh, but Alex's worst, my personal favorite, because it's weird, and that's enough. When you're listening, not to this weird sh- enough for me. Not weird, en- dude. But compared to the rest, oh <laughs> compared yeah, compared to the rest, compared to the rest, compared to the rest. Yeah, sure. it's like I, I think we were uh, we were actually talking to fucking Daniel, the guy who suggested this episode, and he's like, "Suck it up." There's only like two albums. It's like, no, you don't. They're so long, though. It's like this one isn't as, so long. Isn't as long as the other one, but it has just as many songs, like 20, 20 songs or something like that. Um, it's it's a lot to take in, and they're not paced in a way where like long albums are fine if they're just paced in a way that you don't feel the length. Um, these ones you feel the length. I think this one I felt the length the least, but still, if, still. If, if this was normal times, I I would have wanted to pull a parody parody song yeah no fucking parodies dude <laughs> i understand i understand the urge uh when you i understand when the lyrics thank you for oh, the man, pandemic low-hanging fruit it's low-hanging fruit oh boy okay so let's fucking move on okay so we're at the end of our journey we this is not that short of an episode i mean it's not long but see i thought we were gonna be like 30 minutes we're done we have nothing to say we got something to say. We got something to offer. God damn it. Um, yeah. I like to think if uh, people disagree with us, they're like, well, I can see why. Yeah. And I'm trying to be as fair as possible. I didn't enjoy it, but I, I definitely get it. So here we are. Last album. This is 1996 self-titled sublime. Like uh, heavy, like G funk. Dr. Dre influence on this. Well, the first apparent thing is that it sounds like the first album. It's like they took a quick detour, yeah. quick detour to weird four trackville, and now we're back with our shtick. This song. I don't. I can't say it's bad, but it, it is a poor opening track. It's so lazy and tired and slow. Yeah, it's it's probably not a good opening track, but in the realm of sublime, I give I give this song a, a thumbs up. It's a little more subdued. It's not as like look at us. We're we're snotty. What they say. <laughs> we're 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 badass, you know, edgy surfer dudes who are junkies. Uh, Dalmatians. So uh, yeah, by process of elimination, best album. Best best album. It was the easiest to listen to. For I sure. think it sounds the best, and also because 
on that first album, he tries to sing like a reggae guy. I didn't bring that up, but it's real cringeworthy. Like when he does the boom booms and like, yeah, he'll like, he'll be like, Hey, Hey man. And like, it it can't be worse than him trying to sing Spanish on that, on that first album. I forgot the name of the song, but it's on the first one. Oh, I think him singing in Spanish works so much better than him doing like a reggae accent, but it's just rare. He rarely does it here. So yeah, yeah, it's it's not as cringeworthy no, as the other one. It's easier to listen to. One thing I'll give him credit for is he's he doesn't just have a, a great sounding voice. He does, but he's really gifted when it comes to singing fast and like that crazy, mm-hmm. like crazy fast wordplay. And it's just fluid, and every syllable is on is exactly on beat. Um, he would be a good. Well, rapper. he's not. Yeah, he's no bust or rhymes. Uh, no, but like he's he's. <laughs> He's actually pretty good though. Like, I think he'd be a really good. No, rapper. I'm. Yeah, I'm just being an asshole. Buster Rhymes is the best. Buster Rhymes is the best. It's a high bar. Yeah, that's yeah. a high bar. But he's real, real good, and he does a, a lot in songs I don't even fucking like. Like, I hate what I got. I fucking hate that song. It's the worst guitar solo in history, and it's the worst song in history. I'm exaggerating, <laughs> but I still hate it. And it's it's on here twice. Fucking twice. <laughs> twice. <laughs> I fucking hate that song. And. Uh, it's just become synonymous with laid backness. That song. I don't care also, so much for laid backness. I don't either. Usually because it's it's fake and disingenuous. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, we're talking about a dude who died from heroin. There's nothing chill about. I this bet he was feeling guy. real chill when it happened, though. <laughs> Oh, oh, that's a different kind of chill. Yeah, um, most chill. But yeah, before we 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 go on with what we thought of the album, he died two months before this album came oh, out. Oh, so, so. It, was, it was before it came out. Okay. Yeah. Jesus, that's I, that's pretty sad actually because like this album is was huge, huge. Yeah, there's it's it's kind of a fucked up thing to talk about, but there's debate over whether it would have been as big if he had been alive mm-hmm. because they, they had that publicity of, um, though the world just wasn't as big as it is now. And so like a mid level band, which they were at the time singer dying was like big, big news at the time mm-hmm. well also same year i believe was biggie smalls dying right before 96 96 i thought he was 97 he's, 90, he's 97 you're, pe- you're right it's 97 um a lot of people a lot of people our musicians were were dying around this time yeah uh so episode 31 notorious big but uh with that one it was right before life life after death which i thought was horrendous uh, i hated that album and the songs on there are not even close to being as prevalent as the songs on this album. There is hit city on here. Like if you like sublime, every song you like is on this album pretty much for how, for how uh, strung out he was. It's pretty impressive actually. Yeah. And even, even though I don't like all the hits, like it's still kind of like, wow. Like, they're all on here. Like wrong way is the definition of a Malcolm in the middle song. It is exactly that. <laughs> uh, it's real catchy. It's and so then, catchy, but it's ridiculous. <laughs> but, 
Yeah, uh, I don't know how heavily they, that's lifted from a special song Which called one? Uh, It's Up To You. Hmm, I don't remember it. I used to listen to the specials a lot back in my, my youth. Yeah, um, I don't know how much they lifted from that, but yeah. Well, they so. also, on the first album, they straight up start singing uh, A Message To You, Rudy, which is not a special song, but the specials made it made it like the, they have the most popular version of that song. Mm-hmm. Um, so I am so that's not very surprising to hear. Um, the punk elements because they're still, you know, punk every now and then produced way better. Like it sounds. I agree. Yeah, it's not I all agree. muddy anymore. It sounds clear. It sounds fine. Um, I just still don't think that they the two genres that that mix, mix that well. Um, having said that, I think. Sing I the, think the seed, seed. The seed. While we're on it, seed. That, it's just seed. Uh, seed, I think is my favorite sublime song. Really? Yeah. Um, it's fucking real good. (laughs) I, I laughed at his vocals towards the end there. They real comical to me. (laughs) Yeah. He gets a little, a little strained. You can tell he's straining. Uh, but I, like, I, I think. hmm? Yeah. They're better than their previous punk songs, but they're still, still not good. They're still inferior in terms of punk in general uh i don't think same in the end is terrible but i do it's funny yeah because seed has is it's full 50 50 it goes fast it goes sky it goes fast it goes sky but it's just i don't know it's something about that song i really like it um and if you know all the hits are on here santeria every teenager in the world likes it it's just it's objectively a good song but it's just so sublime that I will, yeah. I will say Santeria, I kind of have to give them credit because I don't think there's any borrowed elements or sampling on that song, uh, despite the fact that they recycled, you know, a previous song, but, yeah, but at least about that. it's not someone else's song. So, uh, um, and this is, this is, it's better, it's better than Lincoln highway dubs. So it's, whatever. The, it was a good call to make it into a full song that sounds clear. It has great vocal lines. It's a good ass song. Objectively. It's just as sublime as you can get. So if you don't like sublime like us, it's like, okay, we're done. We're done with this song. I've heard it enough in my youth. I'm, I'm okay, but uh, I'm not going to shit on it. Um, <clears throat> and then I'm debating if I like April 29th, 1992 oh, parentheses, right. Mi- Miami, it's about the time. LA riots, but parentheses Miami. <laughs> yeah, you know the LA riots I, in, in I, Florida. Were you there for that I, one? I mean, there. No, no, that's a very confusing title. Um, wait, I need I need a memory jogger. I think this was like one of the first songs that like stood out to me when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Oh, this one. Yeah, yeah real catchy. Um, nothing uh, mind blowing, but I could def- this this will stick in your head. This will stay in your head. Yeah. Also, um, and then when you're like uh, a. S- Nudie teenager when he says one eight seven on a motherfucking. Cop. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure uh, uh, someone before him said something along those lines. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was, uh, maybe think, a little different uh, than he him. Got that from Ice Cube. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, tire dogs to shut up, please, for love of God. Um, what am I saying? Um, 
so what else about this album that's not terrible? Um, punch, um, up, punch up, solid bass. Like, oh, burrito, like, okay. No, you, you, you burrito, burritos. I don't know if that's about uh, depression or heroin, but either way, good, good job. Uh, fuck, you know what? I forgot that one too. We're going to listen to that again. Uh, oh, wait. Man, it's so scoffed. Yeah, it's, it's not terrible. Yeah, it's like it's something about this this whole style. It's the reason why I'm trying to be uh, not a dick about it is because like Sublime is way more a vibe than a band. I mean, they're a band, yeah, but. Like I get why people love them. It's perfect for like in the background, just hanging out. There's nothing like if you try, if you try to pay attention to every song like we did, you're not gonna find that much. Uh, but to hang out, Dustin, chill. They're just chill. They're a chill band. And I don't know, like just put on like the specials or fucking. This is this, two tomatoes. This, this is my this is my point. Is that um, I just don't like ska and reggae for that. They're, for that same vibe, I listen to certain types of jazz and like romantic music for shit. Like that's what I listen to to relax and have in the background. This is just a completely different type. Like this is I this is music to smoke weed and hang out to, and it's perfect for that. Like I can't shit on it for that. Oh, I would I would kill someone if I was high and they put on Sublime. <laughs> that's because you get anxiety when you get high. <laughs> so would I? I would yeah. that too. <laughs> yeah. Get that shit out of my face. Get that heroin junkie out of my face. Yeah, put on some birthday party, something something nice and accessible. Something that sounds like heroin, like the Velvet Underground at least. Oh, uh, see, then I would lose my shit. I would fucking listen to Sublime <laughs> over the Velvet Underground. And like that's blasphemy, I'm sure to a lot of people. Oh yo, fuck. Dude, I hate the Velvet Underground so much. Episode 17. <laughs> um, uh yeah, because at least at least Sublime is solid, like with their instrumentation and their musicianship. Like they can play and if nothing is sounds off. Nothing's gonna stick out as like, oh, what the hell is happening here? Whereas Velvet Underground, a whole lot of things stick out as what the hell is happening. Different episode, apples and oranges. But uh, on this one, way, way more hip hop elements, like a lot more, um, like a perfect example is is what I got, which it has that, I don't know, is that a drum machine? I don't. It doesn't sound like a drum machine. It just sounds like it's recorded and made to sound like shitty, I guess. Really hip hop sounding like where it's almost, you know, um, a lot of hip hop drums, it has like this, that distorted sound to it. Mm-hmm. It's It has that. Um, would you listen to the first one or the reprise? <laughs> uh, the reprise or reprise. Oh, yeah. Reprise, reprise. Uh, I think both Whatever. pronunciations are the are correct. Um, actually, I don't even know. That's a weird word. Uh, yeah, the reprise one. Um, I, I don't know if it's shorter, but it's it has less things happening. The drums on that one actually are live drums or regular drums. Where I was okay. just, yeah. So everything in that one sounds way more live, way more like performed. The other, the famous one is, it sounds way more, you know, reggae and hip hop and all this other stuff thrown in. I don't give a fuck about that. Wait, what about you? Uh, I guess, yeah, the first one, because I think it's shorter. So, it's shorter? So yeah. maybe. Might have changed my answer. What, whichever one's shorter, that's my favorite one. Uh, that's a good, that's a good um, answer. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
So what what are the fucking hits on this one? Uh, I'm gonna name them off. So uh, April 29th, what I got wrong, wrong way. Centuria. Um, doing time. Center. Ooh, doing time. Ultimate uh, bank heist song. Is that what that is, or is that ultimate driving in California song? I can't decide. Uh, that's the very last one, right? Yeah. I think it's California. Yeah. More California than bank heist. It's, a, uh, it's this one, everybody. And you already, you know what it is because that little organ. But that's what I mean. Like, it's a great sample, yeah. but it's like the best part of the song. Uh, we know what the fucking song sounds like. We've heard it a thousand times. Um, Actually, I have a question. Like, what that that organ? I think it's an organ. That's like really common in like certain types of jazz, I guess. But I don't know yes. what it is. I can't. I couldn't tell you the genre. It's bothering me. It's, I don't know. I don't specifically know, but yeah, summertime is like a jazz standard. So, like, mm. tons of people cover cover that song. Oh. So, yeah, and uh, even though I do think this is the best, um. That second half is rough and real boring. I will, I will say, give uh, another slight thumbs up to Pawn Shop, even though it's probably the longest Sublime song ever recorded at six minutes. Oh yeah, but um, damn that Whalers that Whalers sample is so good, like. Mm-hmm. I just like the the drums and the bass on Pawn Shop. So solid bassline, man. Can't I'm, I'm not, you're not going to hear me complain about that one, uh, mm-hmm. but you will hear me complain about the fucking ballad of Johnny Butt, which I fucking hate. Uh, Under my voodoo, which is bullshit. A cover. Oh, so, oh <laughs> shocking! Uh, fucking caress me down. <sighs> oh, yeah, that's oh. another hit. That was a, that was a that's hit. All, yeah, that's another like scumbag scumbag song if you're over at someone's house and you're making out or whatever and that comes on their playlist just just end it get the fuck out (laughs) yeah she might have the herps or he sorry um get ready blows hate that one too uh it's really like a lot of this i don't like but it's if the reason why it's clearly the best if you like sublime if you're here if you're listening to sublime because that's what you are for sure uh this, yeah. this has the most this it's their style to a T they're doing it very well uh, man I I don't think I heard a single song that I hadn't heard before that I was like ooh I mean maybe one off the second album the one that the instrumental one uh, where I'm like oh well I didn't oh, that's that's a that's a good song I haven't heard before from sublime the songs you know are the songs that are good for the most part yeah and even some of those I still hate yeah yeah this they're definitely a uh better suited for a greatest hits album than albums and they have plenty of those you know it's funny like you mentioned the, the police and how you know, that has a plenty you know a lot of similarities obviously i think the police is are a better band but is the same situation where they are good for greatest hits i don't think anyone even though we did have a best you know, worst police albums. Um, their albums are not that great. Like they're not that consistent. Like they have great singles, great singles. And the, the, the difference here being 
the police didn't have albums that were fucking 70 minutes long. Like this is another long, yeah. long album. It's just, yeah. I don't the- understand why they're so fucking, it's like they knew like, man, this motherfucker is going to die. We need to release all these songs. That's the only explanation I have. It's a joke, by the way. I think I <laughs> CDs were just new and it was like, oh, you can put, you can put 80 minutes on this. Might as well do 80 minutes, even though that seems exhausting. And it's bad for the album. Like, I think if this was a 30 minute album, I would say it was solid. Even though I don't like a lot of the hits, you, I would not be able to deny how consistent and great it was. If the entire second half of this album did not exist or wasn't on this, it would be 30 minutes and it would be fucking great for this band. Yeah, then it's kind of hard to to argue with it. I I agree. But yeah, when it's so long, it's fucking yeah, that's hard ridiculous. It's yeah, it's it's I, I want to meet the person briefly. I don't want to have a full conversation with them, but meet the person who gets really get something out of all these extra songs because man, it feels like no one's heard them. <laughs> it feels like no one actually listened past track nine on this album because no one talks about it ever except for doing time. There are, re- there are really like songs on here either where I was like, Oh, that's like a hidden gem or like, why isn't this bigger? It's this, it's been milked to death, like to death. everything worth hearing you. you We've all heard it. Yeah. Uh, except on the second album, which I think is fun <laughs> and but nothing like even then i still can't even defend it that much i will not be coming back to any of these albums <laughs> I won't ever I, will not either. I won't either i understand but i do i i have a little bit of a window like i get why they're so popular i definitely get it like it it's just well performed and easy to swallow uh and it's inoffensive i, I I guess yeah, it's it's easy to to take in, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think even amongst their peers, they're the least interesting. We just need three eleven to break up, and then we can do the holy trinity of like nineties nineties ska bands or big. Want to do that? The, the big three of ska. Listen, man, I love the song Amber just as much as everyone else, okay? It's a great song. However, it's an awful song. How fucking dare you, Alex? How fucking dare you? It's a great song. It's a color of my energy as well. Sorry. God damn it. <laughs> just need 311 to break up and we can do all three Southern California uh, ska reggae bands. Fucking want to do that. But I do feel like a more evolved individual having sat there a bunch of music I fucking hate and try to find why they're important. And I don't think they're important, but I do think I do get why people like them. Or they, they went on in like the 2010 ish to reform. Yeah. So what's, what's going on now? Yeah. What's, what's sublime with Rome? What the fuck is that? I think it's because, uh, Bradley's estate family, whatever owns everything for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And they would not give them the blessings to really? tour as sublime. Really? So they're sub sublime and with Rome. So who's Rome? And, uh, 
I is some fat guy who likes Sublime. <laughs> yeah, I mean they're all that way though. Okay, a, a quick Google search shows me that his name is Rome Ramirez. Some good alliteration there. Uh, and what the hell is he? I mean. I guess. Yeah, he's just some guy. He's, he's just, just a guy. You're right. He's just a guy. He has nothing. He's just a guy. <laughs> he was also in the Dirty um, Heads, I suppose, but who the fuck knows who that is? But um, Or maybe if he dies, we can do a Sublime with Rome episode. I'd rather not. I'd rather we didn't. I'd rather we did Thank you for the suggestion, Alex, <laughs> but I would rather we didn't. <laughs> well, they're still recording, right? So we can't, on the technicality, we can't do a Sublime with Rome. Yeah, that is it. it it's funny because that was one of the. So Daniel, the son of a bitch or idiot friend or that we hate now, he was like, he's like, no nah, man, you got you guys got to do it. You guys got to do Sublime. They're they're broken up. I was like, yeah, no, they're playing still. He's like, nah, nah. I googled it. Sublime with Rome. Technically different band, different discography. Technically like, a different band. You, he found a technicality in our own system, and he yep. he bested us like a fucking virus, like a computer virus. This motherfucker just weaseled his way in and ruined our operation. And now we're less happy people because of it. <laughs> so I hope you die. I'm kidding. Normally, I don't hope you die. N- normally I'm all for doing bands. I hate, but it's just not right now. Not fucking right now. Hey man, if not, if not now, then when we're you trying to say that uh, during a pandemic is not the right time to be listening to music. You don't like, is that what you're trying to say, Alex? I don't know. It's, is that what it's point? not when I feel a little more lively and, uh, like pulling some shit then uh then yeah bring on the awful music like how fired up i was in simon and garfunkel versus now and i would say i like them both bands the same whoa so hold hold. (laughs) i i i find new ways to hate you every episode because to compare first of all N- they they no have has. nothing in common. Nothing. There's there's no reason to compare them but outside of I don't like them. <laughs> Simon and Garfunkel are so fucking good. <laughs> episode eight, I know, everybody. We talked about <laughs> it. We, we talked about it at length. We did episode I eight. Know I, it's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> I know about your love of Simon and Garfunkel. I am flabbergasted that that you dislike them as much as Sublime. I I am Wow, this is a this is a very insightful episode. See, we, we're learning even when we don't want to do these things. Good God. As all episodes should be. So, Indeed. Well, the bright side is uh, next week's episode, uh, which we already know what that's going to be. Uh, it will be just as fun and inviting and not at all depressing. I'm being sarcastic here in case you couldn't tell. It's going to be very depressing. <laughs> it is not a band we should be listening to during a pandemic and in quarantine. But you know what? We, 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 we keep on trucking because we're professionals who don't know. We don't know, right we don't know what the fuck we're doing. We here. have a schedule that no one's going to make us abide by, but it's a fucking schedule, damn it. If we need any bit of structure we can get during this day. Structure, yeah, that's... Oh my god. However, uh, it is the end of our episode. I am excited with what we've done here. <laughs> this has been a very fun episode. <laughs> Even if it, the homework for it has been fucking arduous. Okay, so if you enjoy I, this and if you don't want to murder us, in, I'm assuming any, any fans of Sublime have clicked off hours ago. Uh, you know what? If you want to murder us, I want to murder you. So uh, Yeah, yeah. Just don't do it though. But you can't. We're fucking stuck in our homes for the foreseeable future. So it's funny because like we uh, 
we mentioned this last episode a little bit. We've been recording these way faster than usual. We, this is like our third episode that we've recorded this week. Usually we do one a week. Um, so the world has not changed much since like three episodes ago. These mm-hmm. are releasing so far in the future. I have like, who fucking knows? Um, well, while we're talking about uh, how there's there's time restraints, uh, shout out to my friend Manny for showing uh, concern for us because he saw our birthday party clips and he thought we were still uh, and I'm like don't worry dude I I, it's really heartwarming that you're concerned about our safety but that was recorded a while back Uh, so that's that's a little bit thank you Manny Uh, also that's a little bit of a window and like how far in advance like at the time of this recording the birthday party episode just released so we're yeah there's there's a big gap um, yeah, that was the the last time we were in studio together. Um, <clears throat> yep. But yeah, you know. So yes, yeah, so the the point is also we're not being irresponsible jerk offs. We are abiding and doing doing our part. As we established before, we got nowhere to go. So also also if we had somewhere, no one has anywhere to go anymore though. Like that's that's, that's the thing that's that's funny no. to me. Like where is there to go? Like, what is there to do? Like, how you, how do you break the rules? Like, there's nothing to do. Oh, I I can think of a few ways, but... Uh, Please tell me so I can do them all immediately. <laughs> you just, you go grocery shopping every day. It's infuriating. Uh, dude, you know what? Someone in my household does that as well. So we're probably both going to die pretty soon. Um, just fun. Yep. I don't know. I got a lot of, I got a lot of cleaning stuff. I'm, I don't even leave my, this room that you're seeing right now for videos, video watchers. Uh, I don't leave this room very often, <laughs> but same, yeah. same, but yeah, I mean, we got as about as it's funny too. Like normally we, we don't have compared to our peers and people in the world. We're like, yeah, we don't do fucking much, but we're on the same goddamn level now. Like we are all stuck in our shitty ass homes doing nothing. We are, we are all one at this time in, in, in our society. Well, I think our uh, friend, uh, John Bowers posted something like, uh, a lot of you haven't been alone with your thoughts and it shows. And, uh, Yeah. That is a fucking brilliant thought because I have a dude. I swear to God, man. Like I mentioned last episode, um, that I, I smoked weed for the first time in like ten years, and it was a fucking not a, a good <laughs> time. And the only thing that got me through it was my experience with meditation and being able to like objectively separate myself and not freak out and not let anxiety take over. It is the same with being quarantined, dude. If I hadn't had all all that those years of experience meditating and like being right i am who i am this is who i am we're going to be together for a while <laughs> this would not be as a pleasant experience <laughs> i will i we're we're getting more in our personal lives Dude, but i, I feel like people kind of want to know that about yeah. when you listen to a podcast that's just people do that yeah uh, yeah i will i will say struggling with depression is a little harder than uh like the first few weeks was all anxiety and like today was like depression. Mm. And usually I'm mindful enough to be like, I need to get out of the house. I need to see people not all the time, but you know, I can acknowledge it. Mm. And, and today it's just like, there's, I can't, I can't do what I normally do to break it up. So, uh, 
definitely going to be finding out what I can do at home now to, uh, Maybe maybe all this uh, give you a give you a call and uh... I, I am a fellow depressed depression haver, uh, dude. Like, I mean, we keep briefly mentioning this, like the how important structure is, especially for a depressive dude. Structure is like man having a set of activity, ha- having a set of things that need to be done is so goddamn important. And when you have man, when you feel like you have no options, everything just turns to nothing, just chaos. You fucking don't want to get out of bed. Everything like I have to like before go. Okay. This is how my, my depression, my depressed morning start. It starts the night before the night before I have to plan all the things that happen the moment I wake up. I have to set an alarm. I have to plan out all the things I do. The second I have to, I have to get up immediately, turn off the alarm, grab water, uh, take a fucking caffeine pill. I have to plan out all these things. Otherwise I'll go to sleep and sleep for like 12 hours and just be depressed the whole day. It's like, it's fuck. It's definite mental we, illness. It's for sure. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. We should just start a second podcast on how to uh, how to cope. Fucking in these times, how to cope with depression during a quarantine. Oh yes. Oh, a real bummer of a podcast that was going to be. <laughs> I don't feel like it has to be. It I feel like I feel like people would listen to it and be like, "Hey, that's how I feel." And fuck uh, yeah. Hopefully, I mean, it, it, undoubtedly, there's like there's a. I'm sure plenty of podcasts where they, they, they tackle depression and, and stuff like that in different ways. Um, it's just so happens that our main way is talking about music and playing music and listening to music. It's a, uh, I think we should, I think we should be depressed more often during episodes. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. <laughs> I don't need that. Uh, this does. I always, no matter how awful I think the music is, I always have fun recording and talking about it though so hell yes and that is exactly why you should tell all your friends so we can't stop doing this because if you feel like we have to we will never stop and then depression will it'll at least help (laughs) i guess so please tell your friends and fucking share and post our clips or something and subscribe and leave reviews and ratings it all helps uh other than that i have no fucking idea how to get people to listen other than like even when it comes to me finding new comedians and, and podcasts, like I will never listen to a new one unless I hear someone I like repeating it over and over and over again. That is the only way. And then when I hear it the 10th time, then I'm like, oh, maybe I should listen to that person. And then I become a fan. More, more unrelated stuff. Uh, I just found out there's like a million wrestling podcasts mm-hmm. and I didn't think there were that many. And uh, like, from interesting perspectives, some like, oh boy, I'm uh, I'm gonna give a few of these a listen and see what it's like. Especially during, uh, I don't know how how many other people. I'm sure plenty of people share the same uh, feelings, but like, uh, I listen to podcasts specifically when I'm feeling lonely because. It is being is having a conversation with someone where they they're never expecting you to say something. It's perfect. <laughs> it is perfect for for weird introverts who also get lonely. So I should hope that a podcast will be booming during this time. For the love of God, please listen to us. <laughs> so, weird weird fact about me: I'm awful at listening to podcasts. Really, really awful at it. Do I just, do it sparingly. What, what, how do you get? Do you get distracted? Or what, what's the deal? It's just. I, 
I can't like find the time. It can be good when you're like burned out and you're tired of like staring at the screen. But most of the time it's just, I don't know. I'd rather be listening to music or. So the ironic fact about me, I do a podcast and I'm, but I'm terrible at listening to them. All right. All right. All right. Fair enough. Uh, Yeah. I actually listen to more podcasts than music for the most, for the most part. Uh, and it's always just comics and comedians and other things that don't even matter. But that's what I love, man. I love shit that doesn't matter. I mean, we do a podcast on listening to countless music. It shouldn't matter. It shouldn't matter. But I think I think we're doing a service. God damn it. <laughs> just not for Sublime fans. We, we're definitely no, no, definitely making some enemies with this one. But that is OK. But even that's though what we do, even though we did make a bunch of enemies, we're still going to have a sublime playlist for the songs that we actually did enjoy, believe it or not. And you can find that in the description of wherever you're listening or watching, as well as every There's playlists associated with every single episode that we've done. Uh, and this, this number of episodes that we've done is getting pretty fucking up there, which is uh, kind of impressive. Getting I'm impressed beefy. myself. Yeah. God damn it. Uh, but if you also would like to follow me on Instagram, you can do that at Pope Jesse Ventura and at Pander Monkey. If you want to hear some of my music, I've been uh, <clears throat> doing a lot of writing and uh, recording during this very isolated time. So that should be interesting. And you could also follow Alex at lemonparty.org. You're lying. No, don't go there. You're lying. Don't ever go to that website uh, at Mother Puncher. At Mother Puncher, you fucking deceitful. Uh, <laughs> I am naturally going to assume that I'm going to pick the last song because I mean, you can, I don't like the band more than I mean, I don't like them, but I like them a fair bit more than you. (laughs) It sounds like based on our experience. So, uh, so I want to go with an easy one. I'm going to go with the easiest one. I'm going to go with seed off of self titled because I love it. Surprisingly, surprisingly love it. And, uh, we are going to be back next week because we have nothing else to do. So thank you so much for listening and watching. See ya.